tabernacle of praise. Happy Sabbath. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We're so happy to see you this morning. Let us stand as we usher in the Holy Spirit as we sing Sabbath rest. Sabbath, everybody. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Happy Sabbath. Is God good? All yes. the time. And all the time. God is good. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of an awesome and mighty God. We serve a great God. He is truly worthy to be praised. We just want to welcome everyone here to our beautiful worship experience. You may be seated. Amen. Um, we want to We want to welcome you. Um, into our beautiful worship experience here at the Tabernacle of Praise, Amen. here where we love giving praise to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he is truly worthy to be praised. Amen. He has done some great things for us. He's done some amazing things for us. He's done some awesome things with us. He's done some tremendous things to us. Amen. I'm going to leave it right there, but we serve a good God and for us. Amen. But we just love worshiping and magnify the name of the Lord, for he is truly, amen. Yeah, let's put our hands together. Let's worship him. Let's worship him. Let's magnify him. We are concluding our time together with our revival. We've been hitting it hard for about two and a half weeks, about a good strong two weeks. And now we are coming to the conclusion, uh, the, the conclusion of the matter. Amen. 
um, where we will have our baptism today. We thank God for um, Sister Kathy, who will be going down in a watery grave of baptism. Amen. The enemy that we had this set a while back, uh, but for um, we had an unforeseen accident. Amen. Um, we had to postpone, but she never gave up. She never stopped. She said, Pastor, it's going to happen. And so right. we, will be, we will be dunking her today. Amen. Amen. The old carnival turn. Um, but we will baptize her in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So we thank God for you. I'm looking out at the audience. I do see we have some visiting family and friends. Amen. Amen. Um, we want to welcome you. Amen. Amen. It's your first time here. Come in support of Sister Kathy. You mind introducing your guest, Sister Kathy? Amen. Amen. Miss Barbara. Amen. Well, welcome, welcome to the Tabernacle of Praise. Um, we pray that this won't be your last time, amen, but the first of many. And so we want to welcome you here. And to our online audience, we want to welcome you as well. Um, we thank God for you for tuning in with us. We'll come back and do our gifts and our quiz, amen, later on in our service. Um, so at this time, if you can just bow your heads with me as we offer up a word of prayer. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and God, again, we're so thankful, so um, excited at the fact that you have allowed us to come and be a part of this worship experience today. Uh, for you are truly an amazing God. Without you, yes. we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we're more than conquerors. And so we give you praise, honor, uh, and glory for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. Uh, forgive us again of our sins. We thank you for those that are viewing with us online. We thank you for those that are here in the physical space. Um, we just bless your name. We thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. It was, it was for
Just wanted to ask, have you been enjoying your health messages throughout the revival? We've learned a lot of good health things, a lot of things that help us stay healthy, a lot of things that help us get healthy. want you to remember those things and then put them into practice. It doesn't do any good to know something and not do anything with it, so put them into practice. Today I just want to remind you of some things that you can put into practice, and it's called New Start. Anybody want a new start in their life? So write this down. You got, if you have your pencil or paper, write these down, and then this is something that you can actually practice and do that's guaranteed to improve your health. Called New Start. First letter is N. Stands for nutrition. Increase your nutrition. Eat good food. Eat fruits, vegetables, nuts, grains. Good food. Make sure you get plenty of vitamins. Okay, that's nutrition. Look, look these things up. If you're not a nutritionist, look up the information online or in a book on how you can improve your nutrition. E, exercise. How many like to exercise? Anybody know what the best exercise is? Walking. Simple. You do it every day, right? So. Get your exercise, and a way that you can keep doing exercise is get something that you like to do anyway. You like to play ball? Do that. You like to walk? Do that. You like to lift weights? Do that. Exercise is very important. W, anybody got an idea what W is for? Water, inside and out. <laughs> inside and out. Okay, so make sure you drink plenty of good water. Do you have to drink sparkling water? No. Do you have to drink vitamin water? No. no, just water. Okay, it's nice if you get filtered water, get some of the impurities out, but drink plenty of water, at least eight glasses of water a day. Okay? Next one is S for sunshine. How many like sitting out in the sun, just enjoying a nice sun ray, getting that vitamin D? from the Lord. It's a blessing to get sun. Don't get too much and get burnt. Don't get too much and end up with a problem. But get plenty of sun each and every day, all right? T, 
N-E-W-S-T. Anybody an idea on T? Temperance. temperance. What does temperance mean? It means balance. Balance in your life. Don't eat too much. Don't eat too little. Stay away from things that are bad for you. And even the things that are good for you, be moderate in what you eat. Okay? So temperance. A for air. How many like to breathe air? <laughs> I bet you do. Breathe in plenty of air. You know, one way to relax is to just take, stop, take several deep, long, deep breaths. It'll help relax you. So air. R, rest. How many get at least eight hours of rest a night? If you're getting less than eight, try and increase it a little bit. You should do, uh, some people just don't sleep that long. But you don't want to be sitting, uh, sleeping for 12 hours a day. There's something wrong if you sleep in that long. Okay, but get your rest. Wind down at night, get off of the cell phone, get off the laptop, get off the TV, and just start calming down and relaxing, and then have a good night's rest. And the last one, trust in God. Trust in God is the key to all the other ones, because none of that's going to work without God uh, allowing it to work for us. So N-E-W-S-T-A-R-T, -E new start. And I want you to start today, all right? Get started on that, and I promise you, your health will improve. Amen? Amen. All right, now's the time where everyone can participate. Stewardship time. Amen. All right, Pastor, like you said, I want to sing, Here Come My Queen. <laughs> <laughs> so at, at we're going to do a little bit uh, stewardship, a skit for stewardship. All right. Lakita, what you over here doing? Oh, great, great. I know you got a big bonus from work. What do you plan to do with it? So first of all, you know what? I'm absolutely sick of Christmas. Every year I get those same old Christmas pajamas. I took care of that. I already bought my pajamas yesterday. You bought your own pajamas. I bought them because I don't want anybody giving that to me. So I got that covered. Then I went ahead and I covered all, everybody I know, got something from the dollar store. Hey, hey, uh, yeah, man. And you're really going all the way I'm out, I'm going huh? out. And you know what? I'm tired of getting people stuff they don't use. It's a waste of my money. So I'm not doing that either this year. Everybody's stuff is all marked from the dollar store. I just got to wrap it and stuff. And mm. yours, too. Got yours at the uh, dollar store. Not from the dollar store. That is, it? is man. And I'm, you're going to be so proud and happy to get what I tell you. It's useful. You can use it every day. And I just can't wait. You use it. It's a hint. Sounds hint. like a toothbrush. Close, but I got you more than one. See, so I went all out for well, you. Well, let me ask you, what are you going to buy yourself with all this money? Ah, now that's, you know, I love boots. Those are my favorite things. Love them, love them, love them. And since I love them so much, I even put some on with my outfit. They don't match, but they boots. So anyway. Those but, look like high-priced boots, too. Well, they are, but 
who cares? Anyway, these are going to be kind of really even more what you might call high price. Because, you know, I did get that bonus, and I did work hard. And so I'm going to buy me, like, knee-high, all-leather brown boots, knee-high, all-leather black boots, knee-high, all-leather burgundy boots. Yes. Now, I'm I know they don't sell that at the dollar store. I know, I get my stuff from over there. I go, these are costing at least $250. They don't sell. So I'm going to get that. That's a good bargain. Wow, good bargain. It huh? is, yes. Well, it yes, sounds yes. like you're really focusing on yourself with all these high-priced gifts. Uh, well, you know, I don't think I am because I did buy everybody else stuff, too. So, I mean, they're going to like their gifts, and if they don't, so what? Because they don't like the other ones I was buying. Big deal. No problem. Well, let so, me ask you, you know at Tabernacle of Praise, we're having a Thank You, Lord Christmas concert coming up December 17th, right? The Thank You, Lord Christmas concert, oh. where we thank the Lord for all he's done for oh, us. Oh, yeah, right, 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 that concert. Oh, okay, I'm going to have to scratch one of those boots so I can get me a new outfit. I think I'm going to get me, I think I'm going to go black. No, this no, no, wait. I'm going to buy me a new outfit. I don't think hat, you heard me. A it's, bag. Well, I don't it's know, a thank you, Lord concert, not thank you, Lakita concert. Thank you, Lord, where you are giving to God's cause to say thank you to him for all he's done for you. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But I still can get my outfit and give the Lord, like, I think I'm going to have about, mm, if I count it up, I think it's going to be $12 left. Yeah, that'll be cool. I can give God that, you know. So That's you saying God. you only have twelve dollars to thank the Lord for all He's done for you this year? Think about it. He's given you that raise. He gave you a promotion at yeah, work. Yeah, he kept yeah. you from illness. Yeah. He brought you out of the hospital. He, he sure provides you a home well, and a car. Oh, yeah. And twelve dollars is all you're gonna give to say thank you, Lord. But you know what? People always be like, you know, the Lord don't need your money and stuff. He don't need all that. I can give $12 and be counting. How much are you giving? Let me. No, no, wait, no, wait, wait. don't change the subject. The Thank You, Lord concert is not because God needs your money. It's for you to feel your need of God and to say thank you for all he's done for you. But you know what? I know you're probably going to hook God up. So I'm your wife. We want. That's going to count for me, too. And I can give my $12. That's going to be pretty good. Make sure you give a lot of money. Maybe, maybe you should give like 500 or something like that. Well, let me tell you, I can't thank God enough for all he's done for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anyone else here can either. But December 17th is going to be an opportunity for us to let God know that we appreciate in just a small manner that we can give to say, thank you, Lord. This is exactly why I didn't want to tell you about my plan. See, I was going to let everybody see me opening my gifts from the Secret Santa or whoever. And um, then I was going to just enjoy the gifts. But now, I, you know, I'm feeling a little, you didn't brought my little buzz down a little bit. And maybe, okay, 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 okay. All right. Thank goodness. Yeah, he did give me. So maybe I'll double that to $24. Yeah, a lot of work cut out for me here, I see. But I want to just remind each of you, December 17th, Thank You, Lord concert. You can never be God-given, but at least we can let them know we appreciate them. So what if I give, okay, up one of my pair of boots and give like 250 Would that be okay? Why don't you just go that? and sit down and think about it, dear, and let the Lord lead you. 
to the one who won't even tell what he's getting, right? He's giving, okay? But yes, the Lord is really good, you guys. So I have a new thing today I want you guys to do. So I've been thinking that my little saying has been hijacked. So I have a new little saying. <laughs> I have a new saying. So I'm going to say, stop and let me tell you. And you're going to say what the Lord has done for me. Now you have to say this loud enough so that people out there will be curious about what have he done, right? That's what the Thank You Lord concert is all about, what God has done for you. So I'm going to say it, and then you're going to remind yourself to say what the Lord has done for me. Stop and let me tell you what the Lord has done for me. And you know the whole song, he is so good. We're looking forward to this concert. It is um, stewardship and um, let me say it, stewardship, the um, choir, and it's a Sabbath school. We're all putting this together, and God is working on your behalf so that you enjoy it. Pray. Pray about what God will have you to do to say thank you to him. He just loves us so much. And one more thing. I'm going to say this while I look down because I don't want anybody scowling at me. If you have fallen behind or or um, got distracted away from returning, you know, your uh, regular tithe and offering, this is a good time to square up with God. So if anything, I would forego the special offering and return the tithe and offering that you usually return to square up with God. I don't like going into the new year in debt and owing, and maybe you don't either. And I definitely don't want to owe God anything because he takes so, such good care of us. You guys have a great day. Amen. At this time, would our deacons come forward to lift our morning tithe and offering? Let's remember also we can return tithe and offering online through our cash app at dollar sign T-O-P giving. AdventistGiving.org as well. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you so much for a privilege and opportunity to return unto you that which you have given us in the first place. We ask and pray that you will bless our hearts, dear Lord, to be honest and upright in returning a faithful tithe and offering and that it be used for your worthy purpose of spreading the gospel to all the world in this generation. In the blessed name of Jesus, amen, amen.
stay for a second. You know, we've, we're going through the revival, and it's nothing like coming to the revival with a full stomach. Yes. And I literally mean that our first lady fixed food for Woo. us every night. And I'm not talking about peanut butter and jelly. And I'm not talking about peanut butter and crackers. I'm not talking about little bitty sandwiches. She fixed a flat out meal for us every night. And I'm gonna tell you something, I was kind of mad at her this Thursday because I didn't have nobody to cook food for me, Pastor. I had to go to the Whitey Costella and eat. Some of us call that White Castle. But I want you to know, sister, that we don't have enough money in here to pay you for all the food that we ate, and we're not even trying to do that. But we just want to bless her in the name of Jesus. Yeah. We've something now pastor this ain't about you you don't get none of this right. now if you want to take him out that's on you but this is for you we want to thank you if you still have some funds that you've not been able to get to me bring them to me i'll take them after church and i will make sure that our first lady gets it come on let's give another hand of praise and appreciation to our first lady for cooking those wonderful dinners amen amen Choir. I'm going to ask you to stay after the prayer. We're going to have our special music, and then we'll go into our quiz time. Yes, so we're not, unless, unless we want to do our exercise today, we can go up and down, up and down. But, um, but we thank God for um, my first lady. Man, she calls me her pastor, so I figure, I, you know, that's, that's my first lady. And um, I thank God for her. And Sister Bev, um, you know, when, when you guys bless the, the pastor with, with um, gifts, um, he, he shared with, with his first. No, but what's hers is, you know, how what they say? What's, what's, what's mine is hers, and what's hers is, 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 is mine. <laughs> what's hers is hers. But we love you. We thank God for you. Um, you, you, you prepared it's those meals. It's been a privilege. Yes. And I'm going to be honest with you, um, when I'm at home and she's preparing these meals, she's doing it with such love and care. And, you know, I just sit at the table and either work on the sermon and keep her company or, you know, I may, you know, just, I just stay in the kitchen with her. Amen. And um, while she's preparing, you know, I get in the way because I have a bad habit of washing dishes as she's cleaning are uh, preparing meals. So if a spoon get dirty, I grabbed it and washed it. And she'll turn around to grab the spoon and she, <laughs> she's looking, I'm not finished with the spoon. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's something that we've been doing for quite some time. So I just wanna say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. You guys make it easy to serve and to love on you guys. So I appreciate you all, so thank you. Amen. You can't make this up. Um, we are going to go into our prayer time, but we are going to go before the throne of God. We believe that God is a, is a prayer answering God. Um, I'm, I'm sure if we go through this room here, there are many testimonies of, of how God has shown up and showed out in your lives and where you shouldn't be here or the car slid one way and you didn't know how to you didn't know how to get it back in the lane or, 
or you're sitting at a red light and someone just bum rush you from the back or and, and and you know it's just so much it's just so much but God is still good and so at this time um, we want to just go before the Lord in prayer and again as always here at Tabernacle of Praise if you so choose to come close to the altar we do welcome you to come close to the altar uh, but if you choose to stand your seat um, we ask if you can just humble your hearts bow your heads as we look to the Lord in prayer it's prayer time Lord, our Father and God, again, we're so thankful, so honored, and so privileged to be able to come before you in this manner. We recognize, Father, that we are not here because of any good thing that we've done, any amazing thing that we could have done, but we're here solely on the purpose of you. You brought us here. You woke us up this morning. You started us on our way. It was you, God that breathed life into our bodies over the night, kept us stable, kept us surrounded by your angels, kept us protected. Yes. And so, Father, we take nothing for granted, but in all things we give thanks. And so we bless you, Jesus. We bless you for your love. We bless you for your sacrifice. Yes. And, and all that you have done and all that you're doing and, and all that you will do in order to prepare us for the day when you crack the sky. And so, God, as we come with bowed heads and humble hearts asking you to forgive us of our sins asking God that you will cleanse us from all unrighteousness and allow your spirit to do what it do oh God and creating all of us a clean heart renew the right spirit within us that wherever we go God or whatever it is that we do your name will be glorified for that's our aim that's our desire is to be a people prepared to receive you in that great getting up morning so God have your way today have your way right now oh God and so, God, as we lift up before you our church, our family, our friends, Father, we have members that are battling with health challenges this morning, members that are dealing with bad prognosis, oh God, members that have received a bad report from the doctor, oh God. But we believe that you are still in the healing business, Jesus. We believe, oh God, that if you just speak the words, oh God, uh, the death will flee, the cancer will flee, diabetes will speak the word, Jesus. And not only that, Father, but you said, that greater works will we be able to do. So you have given us, even your children, the ability to call out sickness and rebuke it in the name of Jesus, casting down mountains and breaking down strongholds. You've given us that ability, oh God, through the word of God. And so we've come, Father, not in our own strength, but in the strength and the power of the Holy Ghost. So do what you do, God. Have your way in this place. Shake us up, God. Move us around. Let the Shekinah glory fall down like never before that when we leave here Jesus we will know that we have been in the presence of an amazing and loving God so God cover those that are battling with health challenges cover those oh God that are dealing with with, with financial issues oh God be with those oh God right now that are having marital issues oh God we pray right now for our church and our and our and our loved ones oh God for we it is our desire again God is to be prepared to receive and we want to share this message with as many as we possibly can but we share it oh god in love believing oh god that you are love 
Therefore, we must be about love. So, Father, have your way today. Have your way right now, God. Lord, be with the bereaved this morning. Those that are still bounding with the loss of a loved one. Those that are still struggling with the idea that their loved one is no longer here with them. Oh, Father, bring it to a clarity, oh God. Let them see you in the midst of these difficult times. Let them see you, oh God, in the midst of these troubling waters. And at the end of the day, oh God, we will know that we have been in the presence of an amazing God. So we pray your blessings on those here in the sanctuary. We pray your blessings on those that are viewing online. Thank you for those that have come close to the altar, oh God. We pray that you will walk through each aisle, walk through each member's heart and mind, and that you will do a new thing. Thank you for those that are in their seats. We praise you, oh God. There is so much that we are thankful for. Words cannot even begin to explain or even describe. So we thank you, God. We bless you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. Forgive us again, O oh God, of our sins. This we do pray in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen, 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 amen. and amen again. Come
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I made it over. Oh, I made it over. Hallelujah. Oh, my, my. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, hey. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Thank you, Lord. So you can shout about that. I know we still on planet Earth. I know I'm still on planet Earth. But my soul... I know where I'm at now. I know where I'm at. I know where I'm at. But sometimes, you know, you go into that space where you're walking as if you're not even in your own, in, in your own spot. My Lord, my Lord, thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to get just a little glimpse. Just a little glimpse. I made it over. You know, we can... You know, that'll preach right there. That'll, that'll preach right there. I made it over. Testify, testify. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much. God is so good. He is truly worthy of all the praise. He is truly honored. I am truly honored. We're going to go ahead and go ahead. Listen, I, you know, I, I am just so thankful and so honored that what God has done and what he is doing. Um, I just, I just can't even. I just have to get out the way, and just let God be God, and not even, and not even trip on the big stuff, the small stuff. The just don't trip on nothing no more, Doc. I, I just, it, it, it is what it is. Um, I remember, I think it was last year. My wife and I, we were at home, and I was a few years ago. I think it was, as a matter of fact. And I just said, honey, we just gotta let it do what it do. Just let it, just let it do what it do. I mean, there's no need of us going at each other. There's no need of us getting mad at nobody. Just let it do what it do. Because we serve a God that is in control. And he will not put no more on us than what we're able to handle. Amen. No more on us. Amen. Not just on us as a couple, but even on us as an individual. He's not going to just slam you with a bunch of stuff that you can't handle. Now, it may be some stuff that you don't want to handle. Amen. It may be something you don't want to deal with. But God is saying, listen, if you want to be with me, if you're talking about, I made it over, <laughs> you want to be able to talk about, I made it over, and then you're going to need to go through this right here. Because this is your made it over journey right here. This is the path that you need to take, amen, to get to where I am. You can't look at somebody else's path, amen. You can't look at somebody else's path. Now, just because y'all may wear the same size shoe, amen, they're going to wear a little different, Amen. They're going to wear a little different. Um, so, so, so I trust God. I thank God. We're going to get right into our quiz time together. Amen. Um, now, this quiz right here. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. 
I want to acknowledge our junior ushers. We're so proud of our ushers, amen. They're standing back here. And they are standing back here on. Yes, they're standing back there on, on, the, on the job, amen. And so we thank God for you, amen. Sister Teresa, do um, you have some, some family member here? Hey, I seen them sitting over there when they rolled in, but I said, I'm going to hold tight. Did Chuck make it in? Okay, Chuck. And, and who else in the back? Sister, Sister Carla West, amen. Sister, Sister West, is, is that your family, right? Yeah, your sister and brother. Now, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to say this about your dad. But when you introduce your dad, I was really thinking that was one of your brothers. <laughs> dad, you got it going on, man. Huh? 89. Well, man, I thought you was, um, well, I, I don't want to flip. Normally you would flip the numbers around, 89. We're not going to flip those numbers around, amen. <laughs> but welcome, West family. God is good, amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, anyone else here? They didn't slid in on us, amen. But well, we praise God for you for being here. You came at the right time, amen. amen. As we deal with our quiz, now this quiz right here is a everything is a bonus. Turn to your neighbor and say everything is a bonus. Everything is a bonus. Is a bonus. We do have the box in the back with all of the quiz slips of paper, amen. Yeah. We have them in the prayer box. So they're getting, they getting prayed over right now for somebody to win, amen, um, a, a gift card. We're going to do four major drawings. I believe we're able to do four major drawings. I'm looking at my treasure, seeing how, which, which way her head moved. Is it here or there? I need to see which way. Which one is it? There. there. <laughs> we're going to do four major drawings, amen. We had such a wonderful time um, in our revival, um, and so we want to go ahead and get into these questions that we have, amen? The first question that we have, and you can write them down, you can, and I do have the answers. The answers will pop up at, on the next slide, but if you know the answer, amen? Um, just letting you thinking, thinking it over. It says, the Bible says in Second Peter, amen? In Second Peter, the Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should blank, blank, blank. Amen? All right, let's go to the next one. Let you think about that one. All right, number two, the Bible says in Romans, and you should know this one. Amen. The Word of Knowledge Bible College, you should know this one. Romans 6.32, it says what? And I tried to hit 6.23, sorry about that. And I kind of helped you out. I shouldn't have, but I did because I love you. I got one, one, one word in there. Ugh. <laughs> that helped somebody, right? Amen. Sister. Sister Christina, she looked at me like, I don't know, Pastor. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. True or false? The stories of the Bibles is Eden lost to Eden restored through Christ on the cross. And we went through all of this through this revival. Matter of fact, we just went through it last night. All right, we're not making this up as we go along. Now, here it is right here, number four. What does it say? When does hell occur? Anybody believe that there is a hell? That there's a hell? I mean, if there's a heaven, there has to be a hell. I mean, you can't have up without down. 
and you can't have an in without out. Amen? It just does, it doesn't, you can't, it doesn't work that way. And you know that old saying, what goes up must come down. Amen? So there is a hell, but when does it occur? Number five, what is eternal? Okay? One of these, well, just, I will say circle one, but, but you, which one of them is it? You say, what is eternal? Is it the punishment or the results? What is eternal? Something is eternal. Is it the punishment or is it the result? We went over this last night as well. I think I spent a little time, and I got excited at this point right here. Amen. If you didn't see it, it's on YouTube. You can go check it out. <laughs> All right, here's the bonus. Here's the bonus. I remember I said everything is a bonus, though. But the bonus question is for ever and ever is a biblical expression, which means blank. Now, now I'm going to help you out. It's not one word. It's a quote. You see the quotation marks? Yeah, so it's not just one word. All right. Um, I'm going to read it again. Forever and ever is a biblical expression, which means not necessarily an infinite, unending period of time. Anybody know the answer to that one? All right, let's go to the answers. You ready for the answers? If you're ready for the answers, let me hear you say, yeah. yeah. Amen. Here we go. Here we go. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3, 9, that the Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Remember we said that last night, that it's not God's plan for any of us to be lost. That's not the way it's set up. So if you're lost, it's because of who? Yeah. Don't blame the preacher. Don't say, well, he wasn't preaching. Well, go, go somewhere where he is then. I mean, it's out there. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Don't say, well, that church, though, the, um, the sister so-and-so, well, look, look, if you're going to let sister so-and-so talk you out of your salvation or get you to, really, this is what we're doing now? No, 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 no. If you are lost, it's because of you. God has done everything possible to save humanity to the point the way he left his throne. You know, we always say he left, he left heaven. He left his throne and came down here so that you and I can be saved. So, Number two, it says, the Bible says in Romans 6, 30. Who, who, who missed that one? Yeah, uh, okay then. Okay, okay. who got it right? See, I know every, every hand would go, you say, who has it right versus who has it right? You mean we talk about the negative versus the positive? Uh-huh. Yeah, the wages of sin is death. That's it. I didn't make it up. The Bible says that. True or false? Here we go. True or false, the story of the Bible is from Eden lost to Eden restored through Christ on the cross. That is so true. Amen? Amen? I'm not going to go into that, but right here, when does hell occur? When New Jerusalem falls. Now, if you don't know about New Jerusalem, I'm going to really need you to go and check out the, the YouTube videos of this week's revival. Because I go in on that one as well. Um, and the last one, the bonus question, here it is. What is eternal, I'm not, I mean, number five, what is eternal punishment? It is the result, not the punishment. And I was at home this morning, I was thinking about this. I said, you know, it's kind of like um, if you go out and get in trouble, and in my case, um, I go out and get in trouble, and my dad will punish me. He will whip me, right? Um, you know, because I went out and did something wrong. Um, and, he, you know, the whipping is not the um, eternal punishment. 
the result is me not going back out there and do it again. Okay? That's the result. So, although he whipped me, he disciplined me, but that was so that I don't have to do it again. So he's not still whipping me and he's going to keep whipping me and keep whipping me and keep whipping me. No, the aim of this whole thing is for you not to do it again. So God is not going to continue to punish folk all over just for the, for you forever and ever and ever. No, that's not the, the thing is to get, get rid of it so you not, for you not to do it again. Amen. I hope I, it was, sounded much, 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 much better in my head at home. So I don't know how it came across. I almost shouted at home, amen, but y'all looking at me here, must, I must have left out a verb or something. Um, number six, the bonus right here, it says, forever and ever is a biblical expression, which means until the end of the age. It's not necessarily an infinite, unending period of time, amen, it just means to the end of the age, amen. Let's go ahead and jump into our time together today. This is a very beautiful topic. Um, when I was first introduced to this topic, it just really rocked my world because I often wonder, why do we have so many churches, so many denominations, so many beliefs? How do you know what's what? Amen. Um, but we're going to talk about that here today. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, again, we thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we're more than conquerors. We ask you to forgive us of our sins. We do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Just real quick, um, we want to just give a, a shout out to all of our veterans. Amen. We celebrated Veterans Day on yesterday. If you've served in the armed forces um, or some type of branch of the military, can you just stand? We just want to recognize you. If you ever served, um, I'm, I'm already standing. Amen. 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 We praise, we praise God for you. We praise God for you. Um, we thank God for your sacrifice. Amen. Um, for we, we are so thankful for you. Um, and also, we want to just thank all of those that have participated in this week's revival. Um, you know, I try not to, you know, go through and name names. You know, you don't want to leave anyone out. But I definitely, definitely want to thank um, the praise team for their sacrifice. I want to thank God for Sister Janice. Amen. With the health message. Amen. And her team. Amen. We thank God, of course, we recognize my wife for the meal, um, the elders, the deacons that showed up and stayed to the end. Amen. Um, we praise God for them. Um, who else am I leaving out? Elder? Oh, the media team. That's, oh, yeah. How you, you know, we need to start off with them first sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because they tend to go overlooked. Amen. Sister Brenda, we see you back. Oh, Okay. We got real up in here. Um, we almost, we almost, we almost went back to the to the 80s, Sister Brenda. <laughs> said, Thank you so. Much. She was like, I was like, wait a minute. So you jump, you know what I Judge used to put the stick on y'all's shoulder, amen. But we thank God for our media team, amen. Can we just put our hands together for our media team, amen. And definitely, Sister Brenda, she has been holding it down with our gifts. She made sure she, you, didn't, you didn't walk too far in this church before you got a gift in your hand. You know, I was, I was trying to wait till, till we get to the end. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, and I say, Sister Brenda, did they get there? I already got them, Pastor. She wasn't playing. 
So she made sure everyone had a gift, amen. So we thank God for you. And also our musicians, amen. We praise God for you always. There's never a moment, amen, where we don't thank God for you guys, amen. Um, you add flavor to the service, and we praise God for you. Anyone else, who am I leaving out? Who am I leaving out? The guests, the family, the friends, amen. We praise God for you, amen. Thank, thank God for you. Let's go ahead and jump into this here topic today of why are there so many denominations, amen. Why is it that we have all of these churches? How do I know what is the truth? What is what? What is happening? How do I know that? You know, because so, on the average, uh, people, they are really confused about all these different churches. Amen. Some believe that I can just stay at home and still get the same Jesus that you get when you come to a church building. Amen. I had a friend of mine tell me that I even had someone tell me that I didn't need Jesus to go to heaven. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure that out. You know, I'm pretty practical. I'm one of those, I'm the, I, you know, I, I, I like stuff to be explained in the most basic way. So when he said that, the first thing I thought about, I said, well, um, I said, if you've never been to my house, how do you know where I live and how to get there? I mean, you've never been to my house. So, um, Brother West, you've never seen my house before, amen. You don't know where I live. You don't even know what street I live on. Could you take me home? Could you show me how to get to my house? <laughs> so how in the world can you say you don't need Jesus to go to heaven and you've never been there, I've never been there, and the only one that's been there is him? And so the devil will tell you all kind of stuff to get you to believe that. So we must be aware of the fact that there is only one way. We must be aware of the fact that the enemy will try to let you know that there are many ways to heaven. And the reality is there is only one way to heaven. Jesus makes it very clear. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. So the average person is confused with the bewildering way of churches. Amen. They're confused. They don't know. They, 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 it's, like, it's almost like, and I use this word a lot, you know, it's almost like gumbo. You just, whatever's in there is just, you know, I just, you know, pick out what I don't like and move this over. And, and that's not the way God set this thing up. It is, is not the way he set it up. Let's go to the word. Amos says it like this in Amos 3 verse 7. says, surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servant, the prophets. So as we study prophecy and as we discover the truth uh, for ourselves, we understand back in the early church, amen, in the early church, uh, 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 in the book of Revelation, God lets us in on how and, 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 and which church that we ought to be a part of. Makes it very clear. So Revelation puts it this way. Uh, 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 Revelation chapter 6 talks about these four horsemen. Amen. Talks about these four horsemen. Revelation 6 1 says, Now I saw when the Lamb, meaning Jesus, opened one of the seals. Amen. He opened the seals, and the Bible says that the future of Christianity is revealed right there. The Bible prophecy uses symbols to help us understand the future of Christianity. Because if we rewind the tape, amen, as we are right here now in the future, if you will, uh, 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 there were some things that were unfolding leading up to this point right here. 
because in the, in, the, in, the, in the beginning of the beginning, there was only one worship. There was only one church. There was only one church. Amen? So here we go. John watched as these books were opened, and the first seal he saw was this rider on this white horse come galloping across the heaven. It galloped, and it begins to explode in the word of God. And so here it is in Revelation chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. I hope you can read that. He says, And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals and beheld a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow. And a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. And so in this vision, John saw basically the New Testament church. And so this horseman that came out is a symbol of triumph. Amen. This white horse, this rider, this victorious, uh, 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 I'm rider on this horse, is it, symbolizing triumph. And Jesus pictured this very victory uh, in, in, in the first century. And so, this here conquering horse, this here horse that has now come to test our faith. Amen? And so here we go, Revelation. Revelation again reminds us, uh, it, it gives us a picture of Christ conquering church. Church, Christian churches defeated the military Roman uh, might of Rome. In other words, in the New Testament, the white represents a pure faith. That's what the white represents. The color white represents a pure faith. The true believers. And so Revelation 6, this rider on this white horse, is really a, the, the uh, Christianity which is triumphing with truth. They believe it. They're they moving in it. You know, there was nothing that you can say to them at this point. And the early believers were rich in the Christian grace and the goods of God. But in Romans chapter 12, verse 10, describes their relationship. He tells us that they were kind. It says, be kindly and affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honor given preference to one another. In other words, we ought to put the other person or each other above ourselves. Uh-huh. Now, something happened along the way. Because when we look around in 2022, we don't see any of this. But in the early church, amen, this is when, 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 when you hurt, I hurt. If you went without, wait a minute, brother so-and-so uh, 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 needs some milk or needs some sugar. You remember back in the day when you used to borrow sugar? Anybody remember you used to borrow? In, I, love, I love going back. I love going back because I tell you, that was back when we used to borrow bleach. Anybody used to get the cup? Y'all never borrow bleach? No. Oh, my God. What is going on? <laughs> Y'all ever borrow sugar? But you never, how about butter? Oh, my God. I'm telling on myself. And I ain't even the youngest one in here. Come on, help me, Lord. <laughs> but they, but they, but they, it said be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor giving preference to one another. This is what the early church was about. The early church made sure that the widows were cared for. The early church made sure that the saints were cared for in the early church. But something happened. Amen. Paul wrote in Colossians uh, uh, 1 verses 23 says that the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven. 
Amen. Every creature under heaven. In Acts 5, 14, I don't know if you can read that. And now it says that believers were increasingly added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women. They were being added to the church. It wasn't, you know, I, I, I mean, it wasn't nothing to show up at a baptism and you had to bring a lunch. Which, by the way, we do have lunch here today, so please, you don't have to leave immediately after. Um, you've heard about the, the, the meal that Sister Phil's been preparing all week long. You will get a chance to partake today. So please stick around and, and hang out with us. Amen. And so this here white church represent this pure church. Amen. Acts says that we ought to obey God rather than man. And so then Jesus opened this second seal. There was a second seal that was open. Amen. We're getting there. The Bible says that a rider on a red horse exploded across the sky. Scripture describes this red horse or this rider on this horse said that his sword was dipped with blood. Now, we, I didn't get the one with the blood on it, but it was dipped with blood. Revelation 6, 4 says it like this. Amen. Another horse, fiery red, went out. And it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth. Amen. This is his job, to take peace from the earth and that the people should kill one another. What happened? We were just brotherly love. We were just looking out for each other. We were just a few minutes ago borrowing sugar from each other. What happened? Why is it now that we are trying to kill each other? Let's keep it moving. And so Satan saw, Satan saw this. So that the people shall kill one another and there was given to him a great sword. And so Satan saw the triumph of the Christian church. Satan launched a vicious persecution on the church. And that's why I always like, you know, I, you know, I try to remind us as we move through this that when we look at each other, we have to be careful that we're not coming for each other because there is something going on behind the scene. The enemy knows that he has very little time. And so when stuff may be going bad in your day, you know, I'm reminded that when I'm out driving, my wife had to help me with this one. Um, because, you know, when I'm driving, Sister Lynette, about like how, you know, you know, we drive and, and if, a, <laughs> you know, because we do drive. And do you not drive? Oh. <laughs> and I remember this one particular time, um, you know, I'm, my wife used to always talk to me about driving and other cars and, you know, being patient. And, and so I was taking heed to her counsel because that's what a good husband do. They listen to their wives, amen? And so I pull into Walmart, about to pull into this parking spot, and I noticed a car was bagging out. So me being the person that I am, I politely tapped my horn, okay? I, I did. I didn't lay on the horn. I didn't use my foot to blow the horn. I politely tapped the horn to let the individual know that I was back there, that he wouldn't run into me. Well, you know, it's something about how, you know, when a person blow their horn, you can tell if there was some aggression in it. So when he blew his horn, there was some aggression in the way he blew his horn. Because it wasn't a boo-boo. It was a boom. And so me being the man that I am, I'm not going to let you disrespect me like that, blowing your horn. So I laid on my horn. 
Uh-huh, I'm a, yeah, we're about to get real in here today. And so he laid on his horn, and I laid on my horn, and his door opened up, and my door opened up, and my wife yelled out, Honey, you a preacher! Y'all praying for me? Huh? 85, 1985. <laughs> and so what happened? Now we're at each other's throat. From pure faith, which represented the white horse, Jesus describes this blood-stained faith, which now the church is being persecuted. The church now is in a place where we're not praying. We, you know, we're trying to pray, but it seems like it's harder to pray now. It's like we want to go out and witness and tell people about the revival, but it seems like it's always something. I've worked all day, and I'm just tired, and I get it. Because there is, an, a, there is a spiritual attack going on in the church. And some of us are being lullabied to sleep because it's easier to just sit down. Listen, and I said before, I love my couch. Mm-hmm. I have one of those. I love my TV, not to the point where I'm willing to lose my salvation, but I like to sit back and chill too. Yeah. I like to relax. I love barbecuing. Uh-huh. I love hanging out with the wife. I love doing all of that. But there also, I have to be mindful that God is calling me to do some other things. And so the church is really under attack. Amen? The Roman soldiers persecuted the Christian church. Now we're at a point now where we went from faith to now persecution. Lions, placed in the lion's den. Now the Christian community has become a spectator sport. Now this is an this is, this, this, this is event where individuals are really now packing their lunches and bringing their babies out to watch the Christians be eaten by lions. The church is under attack. And so the, the red horse period from 100 A.D. and to 334 A.D., over 200 years, this vicious persecution took place. But then we're going a little further and say no other, no, 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 no matter how many Christians are killed, the Bible says another takes their place. And Satan could not destroy the church by persecution. So what he did because the more he tried to kill them, the more individuals' faith began to grow. It's, again, it's crazy. You would think that after watching someone being brutally murdered that you would denounce your faith. But it just gave you more hope. It gave you more faith. It gave you more courage. It just gave you more belief. And Satan said, well, since I can't destroy them by persecution, let me introduce something else. And so what did he introduce? Let's, let's go there. Because Revelation puts it this way. John says, I open up the third, that, that he watched Jesus open up the third seal in Revelation 6, verse 5. And he said, when he opened the third seal, I heard the third creature say, come and see. 
So I looked and behold a black horse and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hands. And from the white purity horse to the black horse, we're now being introduced to compromise. Now the church has compromised their beliefs. Let's go on a little further. And it says that, and I heard the voice. I heard the voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius and do not harm the oil and the wine. So what are we saying here? Nothing's good. The solid spiritual food. The people are hungry. They're hungry for God's word. They are thirsty for God's presence. They're wondering what is going on. How do we get from loving on each other, praying for each other, and this wonderful environment to now we can't stand each other? Now we're talking about what is happening to the church. But understand me when I say this, we find that same thing happening in the church. And so, we're at this point where now we have compromised the faith. Paul says it this way in the book of Acts. Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock to shepherd the church of God. For I know this, that after my departure, Paul says it, meaning his death, savage wolves, meaning the Roman persecution, will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also, from among yourselves, remember what I just said a minute ago? Among yourselves, men will rise up speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Let's just be real up in here today that, that there are many false teachers in this world. And I say that even as I stand here as a teacher, as a preacher, as a minister of this gospel. Not trying to hide anything. That's why I encourage each and every one of you to go home and study to show thyself approved. Don't just take my word on it. Please don't just take my word on it. That's not a disclaimer. I'm telling you, please don't take my word on it. Go and study for yourselves. Because there are so many beliefs out there, so many teachings out there. And so Revelation gives us this insight. Revelation uh, uh, gives us a picture of the compromised church. Two different systems of religions co 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 uh, collide. Compromises enters into the Christian church. Creeping compromise. It comes in by way of the teaching. It comes in by way of the music that we listen to. It comes in by way of the stuff that we read. It comes in by way of some of the programs on TV that we believe. And so let's move on over here to Daniel because we can't just stay in, you know, uh, 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 in Revelation. We, we, we got to jump over here to, to Daniel, the twin. Amen. Daniel's chapter eight, 
Verse 12 says, and, the cast, and he cast truth down to the ground. He did all this and prospered. He did what? Cast truth down to the ground. He did all this and prospered. And so we understand that the cross of Christ is real. Paul understands. Daniel understands. The Bible teaches us every step of the way that without Christ, there is no way we can meet God. God gave the commandments to Moses. But we understand and we know that the Moses, that, 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 that the law wasn't just given at Sinai. That we go all the way back to the Garden of Eden where the law was first introduced. The commandments of God was given way before Sinai. Exodus 20 verse 4 puts it like this. You shall not make for yourselves a carved image of any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God. So God understands that God invites us to come to him, to kneel to him. But the pagans want us to work, bow and worship them. And so pagans have many gods. We understand that. They like to pray to, for, to the idols. They, they, have, they, they have so many. We're going to look at just a few here in a second. I'm going to get out your way. But I like what Daniel, Daniel 7, 25 says, and they would think to change times and laws. You see, in those early centuries, the question was how to make pagans feel more comfortable. That's when this compromise started again, because we don't want to leave anybody out. We talked a little bit about that on the other day. We don't want to see our loved ones or our friends or our family or, you know, God loves everybody and he wants every. So, 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 so maybe, maybe, just maybe, if I, if I dib and dab just a little because I really want you in here. And we began to compromise our beliefs. We began to compromise our faith. We began to compromise our standards. And once we held them high, have now been slowly dwindled down to where now we do things without even thinking about it. We don't even realize it's just a, this is what we've always done. And then when you go to try to introduce the truth, and when you go to try to speak the truth, then you get this resistance because we've been doing it all this time. We've been doing it for so many years, and I've said it before, and I want to say it again, that you could be doing something all your life and can be doing it wrong all your life. So just because you've been doing it all your life is not a stamp of approval to continue on doing it. It very well may be what you're doing is wrong. And so stuff has entered into the church. They thought to change the Sabbath by, by virtue of her authority. This is what the church has done. We have to make it acceptable and social to everybody. I know, God, you set a day aside. I know, God, I get it. I realize that. But there are individuals who don't feel comfortable with Sabbath worship. There are some individuals, God, that don't feel comfortable. They've always done this, so we need to do something different. 
And it's nothing but scripture right here. That's what the Bible teaches us. Right here in the word of God. During this age of compromise, the pagan's day of sun replaced the Bible Sabbath. Some Christians began to worship on Sunday. Um, they disassociated themselves from the Jews. They, hated, they were hated by the Romans. And all this stuff took place because they began to compromise God's law. And so here it is. The Bible was a visible identifying mark of Judaism. And so Sunday keeping became appealing with some pagan tribes. And so this makes it more easy. It makes it more acceptable now. Because this is something that we can all agree on. Now, when was the last time God gave any, any one of us permission to take a look at his laws and sit down at a table and decide what we want to do and, what, which, and which ones we don't want to do? But we've gotten to the place where we, as a human race, amen, feel that we are entitled. Well, this is how it should be because we don't want to leave anybody out. But could it very well be that some folk need to be left out? Huh? Now, you're looking at me like I've said something so wrong. When was the last time you invited your best enemy to your party? Yeah, you're looking at me now. Uh-huh. They didn't make the list. They were left out. Some folk need to be left out. And I didn't make the rules. It sounds harsh. But let's just be real in here. Everybody don't get an invitation. Everybody's not welcome. I know that's it. Y'all not ever going to come back here again. <laughs> I said, Pastor, we have visitors. I know, and I want them to leave with the truth. I want them to leave knowing that there are things that you don't want people to be a part of. That's why even in the marriage ceremony, when the husband and wives, when they're planning the, the, um, the um, what you call it, the list of the, of the individual, the guest list, amen, there are individuals, some couples, they go back and forth over. Now, we got to get little Ricky there. No, because little Ricky, he, last time we was at the one club house and this and that. And, and there are individuals that you don't want them there. There are individuals, some folk want them there. Some folk, you feel like they need to be there. And the reality is, some folk, you need to just leave them be. All right, here we go. One last thing, and I'm going to move beyond it. Because although Lucifer, and I'm going to say Lucifer at this point, when he was in heaven, he was Lucifer, a beautiful angel. He got to the point where... He wasn't belonging. He, he didn't belong there anymore. He got to the point where God had to what? Put him out. So why is it that we get to the point that we feel like we just need to make everybody a part? It's all inclusive. Everybody needs to be a part. Some folk need to stay over on, on the other side. Because some folk, what they're bringing with them is detrimental to the moving to, to you moving forward. Some folk, you know, there's a song that says, um, I, I can't remember the um, words, Sister Baby said, you bring out the best in me. Some folk will bring out stuff in you. Some folks soon as come in the room is a is a negative energy. And so here we are. Here we are. Let me move on here. 
And so for six days, the Lord said, you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and he hallowed it. Uh, he rested the Sabbath day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and he hallowed it. So here it is. The Lord God blessed the seventh day, sanctified it, because that is it in it. He had rested from all his work, which God created and made. God did that. I didn't, I didn't do that. But God did that. He blessed it and he rested. That's the day that he set aside. But here we go. In the book of Ezekiel, it says, Her priests have violated my law and profaned my holy things. They have not distinguished between the holy and the unholy, nor have they made known the difference between the unclean and the clean, and they have hidden their eyes from my Sabbath, so that I am profane among them. And so right there, in the Black Horse period, from uh, 333, 323 A.D. to 536 A.D., faith was compromised. God's word was now set aside. And then John went, John went on. He said he saw the fourth seal, the last seal here. We were the fourth seal. Revelation 6, 7 says, when he opened the fourth seal. Amen. He says, so I looked and behold a pale horse and the name of it who sat on it was death. And Hades followed with him. And power was given to him over the fourth of the earth to kill with the sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beast of the earth. And so the church is now going through, has, has, has now gone through this period of, uh, of the white horse with purity, uh, the red horse with the uh, 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 blood, which is talking about the persecution, and now the black horse here uh, of, of, of compromised faith. And so the fourth seal is the seal of death. The seal of death. They have dead faith. The church is now, you know, we do what we want to do now. And so when the church councils take place and, you know, uh, 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 individuals make up the standards, we make up the rules, we do what we want to do, there's this coming together of church and state. Many laws, many historians talks about this. Amen. But we have to understand as I wrap this up, the steps to compromise tradition penances, indulgence, images, church hierarchy, human dogmas. Would God's truth be trotting down underfoot? Would God allow the church to go from the white purity horse, the blood of the red, the persecution to the black horse of compromise and now to spiritual death? Will God allow the church to just die off? Would God do something? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because Proverbs put it this way. But the path of the just or the righteous or the godly person is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. God says that we are the light that shines in a dark place. We should be that light that shines 
in a dark place. God's light will break through. Light of truth will penetrate the darkness. And so, Jude puts it this way, beloved, while I was delight, diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. God has moved and is moving. Because Ephesians put it like this, for by grace are you saved. Through faith, it is the gift of God. It's a gift that God has given each and every one of us. God has given to each and every one of us. You know, there were so many different beliefs and so many different teachings that individuals had to now trust to believe that what they were doing was the right thing because they weren't studying for themselves. They weren't understanding for themselves. The Bible tells us to go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Go and make disciples. Even in the midst of a world that is confused. Even in the midst of a world with all these different beliefs. Go. Make disciples. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Because here it is, the faith of Jesus, as we look throughout time, the faith of Jesus Christ has led us to this place where we are now. So what the enemy meant for bad, God will turn it around for our good. He will turn it around for our good. He will lead us. He said, you shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Because God is going to break through. He's going to break through the clouds. He's going to come with all power in his hands. He's coming to lead his children to the place not made with hands. And I don't know about you, brothers and sisters. All these different denominations, they are here to confuse. They are here to mislead. But we all know, just like there was only one God, there was one truth. There was one faith. There was one belief. There was only one God. And I don't know about you, but I want to follow that one God. All of his teachings, all of his beliefs, regardless of who like it, or not, I'm going to trust him because he tells us in his word, if you love me, you will keep my commandment. You will keep my commandment if you love me. You shall be called the repairer of the breach and restorer of the streets to dwell in. God knows exactly what we need 
before we're in need of it. Lastly, God has a people. He called the last day people that he will bring together to worship him. Because that's what this is all about. Revelation tells us that. That God will bring us together, a people. He always had a people that he had brought together to show the world that God is the living God. And you, my brothers and sisters, he's calling you too. He's calling you to be that light bearer. He's calling you to be that, the one that stands in the breach, the one that stands in the gap to let a dying world know about a soon coming Savior. We need prayer. We need to sound the alarm. We need prayer. We need prayer. We need to let the Lord do what he do. Because without him, we're hopelessly lost. But with him, we're more than conquerors. As we prepare for our baptism, I just want to see if there's anyone here. If you have not made Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior, I want to give you that opportunity. I want to give you that opportunity to make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior. Is there one? Is there one? I see you, brother. I see you. There may be somebody here. You may not even have a church home. You say, you know what? I need a church home. I need a church family. And um, I enjoy myself here today. And I want to make this my church home. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Amen. I see you. I see you. I see you. For God is good. I see you. I see you. At this time, I'm going to invite up my elder. We're going to pray. I'll see you afterwards. As we get ready to go over our baptismal vows. Amen. We know God is a very present help in a time of storm. So we're going to trust him even if we can't trace him. And believe him when believing is unbearable. And we're going to hold on even if we got to holler. Father, thank you so much for what has transpired here today. We ask that you would continue to lead us and guide us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. I'm going to ask Sister Kathy West to stand. Help her up, Deacons. Amen. Just come on forward and face the, face the church. heaven is rejoicing it's been her desire to go down in a watery grave for some time and you know the devil gets angry the devil put all kind of roadblocks and everything but she was determined she wasn't going to give up and last night we had the deacons filled up the pool and it took two hours to fill it up longer than usual and this morning they came to inspect the pool and all the water was out of the pool. Say the devil is a lie. And the water, I'm looking at the level now, the water's trying to trying to escape now, but it's enough to go under. We're not sprinkling today. Amen. Praise the Lord. And the pastor, the pastor has gone over the fundamental beliefs, the 13 baptismal vows with you, amen? Amen. So this morning, we're going to do the abbreviated version, if that's all right with you. 
And when I, after I read this, you just give the affirmative and just say yes. Amen. Sister Kathy, do you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord? And do you desire to live your life in a saving relationship with him? Yes. Do you accept the teachings of the Bible as expressed in the statement of the fundamental beliefs of the Seventh-day Adventist Church? And do you pledge by God's grace to live your life in harmony with these teachings? Yes. Do you desire to be baptized as a public expression of your belief in Jesus Christ to, ex to be accepted in the fellowship of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, Tabernacle of Praise, and to support the church in its mission as a faithful steward by your personal influence, tithe and offerings, and a life of service. Yes. Amen. You've heard the expressions. Now the church is asking for a motion to accept Sister Kathy West in the Tabernacle of Praise Fellowship. Let it be known by saying, I... All the polls is carried. Praise the Lord. Give God a hand praise this morning. Amen. Amen. I want the uh, West family, Kathy's family, just to stand up. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we have her father. Raise your hand. Praise the Lord. Brother, sister, two sisters and a brother and grandson and Miss Barbara. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we have all witnesses. And if, if our eyes could be open, we'll see all the angels as witnesses. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, the deacons are going to take you on through the back. Deaconess. And as we sing, Sister Beverly is going to sing, take us, take me to the water. With me. Take me to the water. Take me to the righteous none but the righteous Keep the Sabbath. 
water, yeah. Work. 
so this is ice water that they're in right now, but that shows determination. Amen. Like the river Jordan chills the body, but not the soul. We have in the pool, Sister Kathy West. Um, we are so blessed and privileged. And it's such an honor to be able to baptize you um, on this here day. Um, we met about a year or so ago when I first got here. And we started out with either two or three other individuals in our Bible studies. And when they fell off, Sister Kathy would call me or she would check in and say, Pastor, are we still studying? Yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't giving up. I said, well, Sister Kathy, if you want to continue on, I'm willing to continue on. And so we were actually making great strides um, to this here point of baptism when Sister Kathy suffered a uh, major injury. Um, if you don't mind me saying that. She um, took a bad fall um, in her backyard. I think she laid there some two hours. Um, yelling for help. No one to come. And I went to go visit Sister Kathy um, in the hospital, um, sat by her bedside and stayed connected with her, taking her Bible study. She still wanted to study. She said, I, she said don't stop the studies, Pastor. Don't stop the studies. Right? Yeah. I don't yep. want to make this up. We got to. <laughs> and so. Um, I went by her house to visit. We were actually looking to put a railing up. I talked to one of my colleagues. We were going to try to put a railing um, on her steps, but yeah. because uh, we the, the, a little ramp, um, but 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 for what you know, some reason we weren't able to do it. And um, but when I went to the house, and this is what this is what got me. I looked over the fence in your backyard where you told me you had failed, and I looked and saw that small area in her backyard, and it broke me. I said, oh my God, and you laid there how long? Uh, uh, going on two hours. Mm. But we are here. Yeah. Your, yeah. your dad is here, your brother is here, your sister. Two children, are the children? Two, two sisters. sisters. Two sisters, hey, it says. <laughs> this is this is this is this, this, this how we act. This how we act. But um, sister, can you want to say anything? Do you have anything you want to say to the I'm church? Just, I'm just so happy. I'm just thankful that um, I've, I'm making a good step in my life to be peaceful and saved and uh, getting to know the Lord. So um, I'm just honored. Kathy, because of your love for Christ, 
because you have decided to follow him all the way. Because of your dedication and your commitment to be a follower and a believer of Christ, keeping all of his commandments. It is indeed a privilege and an honor to baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. water is warm now the water is warm now there may be somebody else here that would like to be in the next baptism I just asked if you would like to be in the next baptism if you can just show I see your hand I see your hand God bless you I see your hand can we can we write those names down amen amen I see you we, we serve a mighty God and he is truly worthy of all the praise. And as we pray over Sister Kathy, we know that this water here is just a, is just a, a, a symbol. Um, but we know that God would transform this here water into a very holy and spiritual use. And so see our clerk, she's getting those names down. We would love to have you in that next baptism. Let us pray. Father God, again, we thank you once again for what you've done what you're doing and what you are about to do. You are truly an amazing God. We bless you, we honor you, and we give you our praise. And we pray for the commitment that you will seal those commitments of those that have accepted to be baptized in the next baptism, that you will seal that commitment, oh God. And we, Lord, at the end of the day, we want to all rejoice in the earth made new. Bless you again, God, for what you've done, what you're doing and what you're about to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Amen. We want to invite you as the ushers uh, usher you out.
to go down to the fellowship hall for our fellowship dinner and you can give Sister Kathy West the right hand of fellowship. Amen. Oh, 